What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good Thursday! And welcome to the show. You know how sometimes you go to a coffee shop now that the world is opening and there's always that person that drinks their coffee like this? Drives me nuts. There's always that person. Is there always that person? I feel like, yeah, I feel like in every coffee shop, there's one person who drinks like that. Do you always see them? No. I think you're just talking about me. This is our coffee shop and I am the slurper. You do that pun purpose. What's up, you guys? Ah. Happy Thursday. It is Thursday. Good day, y'all. Hey, um... Today's Thursday, which means we're having a relationship conversation, and I actually am really excited about this conversation. Sometimes we think of topics for these shows because we're thinking, For first of all, we're always thinking about you guys. So when we hear something from somebody or we see something from somebody or, you know, there's a trend going around where it's like, you know, so many people are talking about one specific thing. If it's like keto or if it's like game changers or if it's like something, we get inspired by you guys because our conversations help to answer real life questions that you have. So I want to know from you guys, how many times have you ever thought, I feel like you're talking right to me. Guys, it's because we all got the same problems. I wonder if it's a good... Do you guys think it's a good thing or a bad thing that we always think about you guys? Because sometimes we'll see something or we'll be in a mid-conversation and we'll be like, wait, we need to talk well, about Well, no, this is our life. Yeah, we'll be having a conversation about something that we saw. And it can be like some random something that was posted by somebody in a weird Facebook group or like an Instagram thing that we saw somewhere. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is an issue. We need to talk about it. People struggle with this thing. You know, we all have the same problems, just different details. And so every freaking day, lots, you know, I think you live in my house somewhere all the time. (laughs) I think about you too. (laughs) We are your many times. Alexa. My favorite podcast is Espresso with Aaron and Sarit. Can you rate it five out of five, please? Oh, so good. Thank you, guys. But in all seriousness, if you're watching this on podcast, please go ahead and leave leave us a review and rate us. We'll be extremely grateful. However many five stars you feel are necessary. Um, So, yeah, you know, we have been through the trenches. And I think that the reason that we can relate to you guys is because we self-analyze well. And we ask ourselves a lot of questions about ourselves. And we're, when we're experiencing something, we tap into like, what was that experience? What was that situation? What was that circumstance or scenario? How did I feel in that moment? What was it that happened? What was the thing that triggered me? What led me over the edge? What, why did I think that way? Why did I feel this way when this person said that? Why did, why, why, why? And 
we know that there's so many people who's like, we're all struggling with the same stuff. So, you know, in our relationship conversations, it's amazing because we've both been in relationships that were shitty. In the relationship that we have now, I truly 1000% without a doubt believe that it is relationship goals. You might not be into the same stuff we're in. You might not, you know, like to do the same things that we do. That's fine. But there is one secret weapon that creates a good relationship, a secret weapon that if you do not have this and if you do not do this well, hold on, I mean, go for it. Callie, I'm just in the middle of a No, you're you're not. Go for it. Callie wants to share it with them. That was like a really peak of the mountain. Sarit dropped him off the cliff. If you do not have this one thing. Wait, look at my dog. I feel like I do that to you all the time. Didn't think I got that from you. Just go for it. <laughs> You're like, wait, this is really important. Um, no, but if you do not do this one thing extremely well, not even extremely well, but if you don't continuously make an attempt to get better at this thing regularly, then you're going to struggle to have good relationships anywhere across the board. Romantic relationships, um, professional relationships with your family, um, with your friends, anywhere. Even with baby Callie. With your dog. I'm not, not even joking. With your dog. Yep. I can think about at least one scenario this week where you made that shit happen. Yeah, dude. And I, I don't ever feel right about saying I'm the master at anything because I always know there's room for growth. But I have damn well mastered this thing. And Tanya Hall, you are correct. Communication! Words and things and stuff. And communication is not just verbal. Communication is your body language. Communication is your facial expressions. Communication can happen in writing. It can happen... Oh, it's going to happen. Through your eyes. Like... Body language and your face speaks like louder than you think through your tonality. Like, let's play a game. Let's play a game. This is good. I want you to guess my emotion. Okay. By my facial expression. Okay. So they need to be able to see it too. I'll give you some easy ones to start. Okay. You ready? Yeah. I'm feeling low. Alexa. What's the the emotion? Play low. Wait, why? Just to mess around with them. I, I think I feel like I'm in true mode today. Now they're listening to a song and not us. Alexa. Okay, you can stop it. That was a lot of words. Um, okay, the emotion. What's the emotion? Feeling down. Okay, I would say sad, but okay. that works too. Um, okay, what about? Surprised. What about? Excited. What about? Mad at you. Even your face is getting red. <laughs> what about? Wondering. I didn't said anything. Okay, but... Communication is for real. And let's let's bring this into <laughs> Alexa off. Um, let's bring this into like real life scenarios. When we have a disagreement, uh-huh. when we have a misunderstanding, uh-huh. well, how do we approach that? Like this happens all the time. About every relationship, you're gonna have miscommunications, you're gonna misunderstand. That's okay. But what do you like what do you do about it? Yeah, well, for one, we con- we confront the situation and we we make sure that when we do so, we're both present in the moment because otherwise it's just not going to be. So there's a difference between talking and having a productive conversation. 
Because for one, um, communication is a two-way street. One person is talking and the other person is listening. When two people are talking at the same time, nobody's listening. So, you know, like it requires active engagement. So we make sure that we're always fully present in the moment so that whether we are the senders or the receivers, we can, you know, basically just have a conversation and be able to, you know, like get to the solution is really all that comes down to. So here's the other piece of communication. You have to know where you're coming from in a communication. And Mm -hmm. it's a great practice to learn how to legitimately put yourself in that person's thoughts, put yourself in the other person's like position and try like stand where they're standing and Mm -hmm. try to see what's going on from their angle, from their point of view. And then the other piece that comes with that is having enough humility to understand that you could be wrong. You're responsible for part of this situation, like it or not. Like you're responsible for how good your relationship is or how bad it is. Mm -hmm. And when you are having a conversation with somebody and there's some kind of tension because of, you know, you did something that hurt my feelings or they did something that made you feel a certain way. How do you approach the conversation? Um, Because everything's all good when it's all good. Like relationships are easy when things are like going smooth, but that is not life. So in those moments, are you blaming? Are you assuming Are you raising your voice? Are you in attack and in offense mode? Or are you taking a step back to say, what am I responsible for in this situation? What could I have done better? What could I have done differently? How did I make you feel? Is the way that I feel, is there something I've done to contribute to that? Am I taking something personally that maybe they had no ill intentions um, and then, and then approach the conversation? Um, I hear people say like, and not re- like, I don't really hear this often um, anymore. Cause I, I mean, the, we choose to hang out with people who typically have a very positive attitude, who have good relationships, who have good communication. But I do know that there was a good portion of my life spent in this environment where it's like gossip, talking behind their back. Oh my God, we got in a big fight. I'm like, what's fight? I actually had this conversation with somebody recently too. Like, what's a fight? Like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't consider us to have any fights. Mm-mm. And, and I, then I start thinking to myself, well, what's the difference between a fight and like some other high tension situation? And it's communication. If you communicate, you don't have to fight. I just thought about um, when your parents would say, like, use your words. Don't fight. Use your words. And I'm like, oh, did you ever hear that? Use your words. Mm, Well, you you aren't a fighter. Um, I mean, so use your words. Don't fight. You know, fighting doesn't solve anything. Use your words. It's so true. And just like, as an adult, I realize that like, use your words, just express feelings in a respectful way. And you cannot be wrong because your feelings are valid. If you feel it, it's a valid feeling. Now the question is why, and how do we 
turn it into a good feeling when you need the participation of another individual. Mm -hmm. So how do I go into this? How do I go into this conversation? Because there's a difference between saying, um, thanks for making me feel like a piece of shit, which is like super passive aggressive versus like, Hey, I know that, um, there's something I want to bring up and I, I know that you probably didn't mean anything by it. Um, I just want to bring it up because it made me feel a certain thing. And I just want to make sure that there's not something that I did that caused that. Then bring up the situation. When you attack, you can expect to be attacked at. Mm -hmm. And then it turns into this like big thing that doesn't need to be a big thing. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean it will be necessarily a comfortable conversation, but it can be a productive conversation and not just like steam coming out your ears. Yeah. I want to share a couple of things. You were talking about seeing the situation from the other person's perspective. Like that is such a skill to master in any single conversation with regards to any single relationship that you have in your life. Like if you want to have a productive conversation, you have to be able to put yourself in the other person's shoes and, and ask yourself like, where are they coming at with that? And take full responsibility for everything. You know, a lot of times, you know, especially like with couples, this does not happen in our home whatsoever, but it's like the blame game. You did mm. this, you said do we, that, blah, blah, blah. It's like... We we'll blame one, ourselves first. Yeah, we, we take full ownership for everything. So like, for one, like, what do your words signify? You know, if it's a whole bunch of like blame game, then the issue is that there is lack of ownership happening. One party or both parties. But if you're tolerating lack of ownership, then I would say at this point, this is your fault. You, you In life, you get what you tolerate, you know? Um, so I wanted to bring that up. And then you were talking about, that was one point. You were then talking about disagreements right fight versus uh, fight versus a productive conversation well so look here's know. here's a comment i talk normal until i'm not being heard and then my voice gets loud i want i want to tell you guys something if you are in a position where you can write this down write this down and i'm gonna wait a second so you can go grab a pen and paper that's how important this is write this down communication is not what you say it's what's received Communication is not the words that come out of your mouth. It's how it lands on the person listening. Mm -hmm. So if you say, um, I, I talk normal until I feel I'm not being heard. Maybe you need to say the same thing you said in a different way, change the language so that they can, so that they can understand it. And then my voice gets loud at the point. The other person asks, why am I yelling? I reply because you're not listening to what I'm saying. People will not listen to what you're saying when you're screaming at them. Like mm -hmm. what happens when somebody can feel like this, ah, this guard goes up ping, and it just bounces right off. Like, I don't hear shit. I do not under, I do not, I'm not going to listen to you. So what I would say in that situation is, all right, so what I'm saying doesn't seem to be resonating with you. What did you hear? Mm -hmm. What are you hearing? 
Mm-hmm. Can you like repeat back to me what you're hearing? Because mm-hmm. I want to get on the same page. And if they're just being stubborn and not receptive, that's when you can say, doesn't seem like you really want to have a conversation right now, which is totally fine. Let me know when you're ready. Mm-hmm. When you remain calm, insane things will happen. Insane things will happen. People will calm the fuck down. But when you start yelling, then they feel like they got to talk louder because you're not hearing them and you got to talk louder because they're not hearing you. And then neither of you are hearing each other. You just want to say shit. You want to be heard, but you're not willing to listen. Dang. Like you have to be willing to genuinely listen to what the other person is saying and, and take it at face value. And am I wrong here? Is there anything I've done wrong here? And you'll be surprised when you ask somebody that, hey, is there anywhere I overstepped? Is there something that I did to make you feel hurt or offended? Or, you know, is there something I did to make you want to, you know, do that? Because I'm not sure and I just want to know. Because if I'm wrong, then I, I sincerely apologize. You'll imagine the crazy things that happen when you just come from that angle. It's humility mm-hmm. and nobody want to not want to attack a humble person because you're the asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to add a couple more things. I, I remembered my thought Okay, here. So, you know, we live in the 21st century and artificial intelligence is now starting to become more and more popular. And over the next 30 years, most of the jobs that we have currently are going to be replaced because robots in general, are more efficient than humans, unless humans are problem solvers. And here's why. Because humans are emotionally charged. Well, now, we have our own thoughts, too. Yes. We think for ourselves. We have well, feelings, which... <laughs> we don't think for ourselves often, but... True. We but, have the ability to. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, there's a difference between being reactive and being responsive. Most people in life are reactive. Very few people are being responsive. So like the situation about yelling, if, if you're yelling or you're being yelled at, that is a reaction. It is not a response, right? It's a reaction based on feelings, um, you know, feelings of not being validated, feelings of not being heard, feelings of being abandoned, right? Like cries yells, screams, that sort of thing versus responding is a byproduct of the skill of you putting yourself in the other person's shoes. And, and regardless of, you know, the feelings that you're having in the moment, having a productive conversation to see where they're coming from so that you can understand them better. That's what makes humans different than any other species. The fact that we can converse. Most people talk, but very few people are actually able to get the message across. And I also wanted to touch up, to touch on another point, and this is not to brag, this is just a fact. Erin and I, we don't fight. We've never fought. We've had disagreements, but we've never fought. And here's why. It's because when we have a disagreement, basically we don't see something eye to eye. The first thing that we do is we acknowledge our feelings and we can, because we're just so in tune with one another, you have to be in tune with yourself in order to be in tune with someone else. That's rule number one. If you, if you're not in tune with yourself, there's no way that you'll be able to read like how the other person is 
responding, feeling, behaving without you even like, without even having them open their mouth. But, you know, when we're feeling a sense of disagreement, we can tell that our vibrations are not on the same level. So for one, we stop to acknowledge what, what the heck is going on. And for two, we put ourselves on a, um, in a present state where we can have a productive conversation and basically see where the other person is coming from. And through a productive conversation, we end up making a decision. Sometimes, and this is me just being fully honest with you, sometimes when we make the decision, we may still not see things the same way, but we believe in the other person's track record. And therefore we make a decision based on that, you know, and that is all through productive conversation. Most people, when they don't see things eye to eye, they hide their feelings and they're being passive aggressive, expecting the other person to be able to read their thoughts. Then they get even more upset because they're like, I'm giving these emotions like I'm mad, like I'm off and they're not even saying anything. They're still playing their video games. They're still scrolling through the phone. What the heck is happening? So then it's like, the, like you start, like there's even more fumes happening until the storm is brewing until, until like the hurricane has arrived, the <laughs> tropical storm turned into a hurricane. And then it's just a matter of, you know, the person being reactive at an extreme level, expecting the other person to be responsive, you know, um, we're all energetically charged. And when one person's level of energy is way off in the sense that they're just so reactive, the other person could keep their composure. That is if they're extremely like self-aware or just like aware of the situation. But most of the time, what's going to happen is that it will just either dissociate the other person even more or it would brew another storm. It's like the pressure will now make a category four hurricane and turn it into a category five hurricane. And that's how like most people live in their homes. And that's a sad, sad place to live in. So, you know, the intention of these conversations, and I would hope that you agree is to, you know, just create a level of awareness with regards to what's currently happening and, you know, some action steps with regards to what can I do in the sense that, you know, there will be a disagreement next time. You can't not expect disagreements because we all experience different things. We're all in different situations at different times. So we can't expect to see the same thing all the time. Like disagreements are normal, but how do we handle the disagreements is going to be the biggest game changer and, you know, either enhance the productivity of the situation, improve your relationship of any kind, or, you know, just put an oil to the fire. Anything you want in life, anywhere you want to go in life requires some form of communication. And if you are good at it, you get where you want to go. If you can clearly articulate your thoughts, 
your needs, if you feel able to express your needs and your feelings, you will get very far. That is difficult for a lot of us. There's a couple comments that I read. Uh, one of them relates to this is like holding things in because you don't like, it doesn't feel like your feelings are, or are valid. A feeling is a feeling. It's valid. You, you cannot disagree. Nobody can disagree with a feeling or tell somebody you shouldn't be feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You, you can't, you feel what you feel and what you do with it can go a bunch of different ways, but you feel what you feel. Nobody can argue with that. I learned that from my ex-husband. Your feelings are 1000% valid. I cannot tell you you're not feeling what you're feeling because you are. Now, why that happened or what we do about it is what we can change. So everybody's feelings are valid. Now, if you take things very personally, you're going to have a lot of feelings that are unnecessary versus if you didn't take a lot of things personally. Most of the things that people say and do, I love talking because when I say shit, I feel like I learn things. People say things because of them where they're at, what their life experience has been. And a lot of times it doesn't have anything to do with you, but what, what's been going on with them. And this is especially true when somebody's like attacking you or, um, you know, is frustrated with you or something like that. I don't know why you're smiling. This is, this but, just reminds me of this morning when we were lifting and we're listening to a podcast and you stopped everything and you have to talk. <laughs> And express your feelings. Because I think out loud. Yeah. I, I, I have like audible conversations with myself. Uh, have you ever heard me talking to myself? Yeah. You even talk to yourself at night. Oh, last you night see? you talked to my, to, you, you were talking. What did I say? What did, was like, it profound? No, you were asking, what is this light? Sometimes when she talks. No, like, there was a light coming through the door. That, I, was I know. The neighbors have been doing was, it. I'm not sure was, why. That, but. But Erin's got this thing where sometimes she talks at night and like most of the time it, it wakes me up. So most of the time I ignore her because I'm like, it's just going to be useless. But then if she asks me a question or if she's having like a conversation, I'm like, okay, what can I learn? <laughs> so then I'm like, I'm, I'm not just going to try to go to bed. But like half the time I'm like, here she goes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, one, one time I, I had a friend that I slept over at their house and they're like, you woke up in the middle of the night, you grabbed the backpack and you said, where is the money? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's amazing. I have no idea what I was dreaming about. Anyways, but what was I saying? Oh, feelings are valid. But look, if you don't speak up, Nobody knows, like nobody's a mind reader. Last I checked, there are no mind readers. I would say I'm fairly decent at reading somebody's energy or body language. Yeah, you are. Now, if you have a wicked RBF, I could definitely be wrong. What's RBF? Resting bitch face. Oh. You know who you are. <laughs> you're nodding your head right now. Huh, that's me. <laughs> but you know, if you're, that, if you're that person that's like when you're, when you're deep in thought, or like when you're just like listening, you're like this. That's when I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Anyways, you know, but nobody can read what's going on in your mind. 
So when your significant other asks you, you're fine and you say, is everything okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. And then you slam the dishwasher and you go run into the bedroom and slam the door. Clearly your body language and your attitude and your energy says something very different than your words. And we are misaligned. But if you were to verbalize something before the shit storm spins up into the fan and blasts all over the walls, then you wouldn't have to be cleaning up so much shit all the time. <laughs> Am I right? If you were to just say, hey, I'm feeling something. I'm actually a little bit nervous to share it because I feel kind of silly. Dude, now you just open the door for you to say whatever you want to say. Mm -hmm. And you've already disclaimed that you feel a certain way about sharing it. So now when they're going to hear it, they may be more receptive because they're like, oh, this is real. Now you're free to share. And it's going to feel hard in the beginning if you're not used to sharing your feelings. Mm -hmm. If you're not used to uh, verbalizing what's going on in your mind, if you need help with something, if you're feeling a certain way and you don't want to feel that way anymore, if you're not verbalizing it regularly, it's going to feel difficult at first. But it will set you free when you learn how to do it. Because you never have to hold anything in. The more you hold shit in, the bigger it blows up every time without fail. And then, you know, um, Olivia asks, what, what about, what do you do with somebody who's um, like often defensive? Somebody's defensive because there's something going on inside them. They have a reason to defend. I don't know what the reason is. It, my imagination says maybe some way that they've been treated before when they've been accused of something that they didn't do, um, they get defensive. If they're wrong, normally they're defensive. If they know they're wrong and they're not willing to admit it, you get defensive. If you're, if somebody's blaming somebody for doing something, are you cheating on me? Like, I always wonder, like, are they the one cheating? You know, like, mm -hmm. you don't think things unless you know what it's like. What you think is what you say, what you say is what you do, what you do becomes your legacy. So, yeah, I would say when somebody's de being defensive, do not, do not ask them why are you being so defensive, because that will take their that will take their defensive meter from eight to eight hundred. Um, so a way to approach it would be something along the lines of. All right. Like, I feel like there's something going on. Like, can you share with me, like your thoughts and feelings? You're being assumptive through the energy level, but you're not, but you're not telling them this is what I'm seeing when they're in a vulnerable position, you know, like that puts them in an even more high end state. There's other sleep talkers. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody talks in their sleep, but nobody knows because you're asleep i don't think i talk in my sleep have you ever heard me talk in my sleep well no but also i'm sleeping too uh you will wake up if you will hear things you wake up to her that's because mom instinct i believe everybody says something in their sleep clearly i was holding up a bag where's the money why would i grab a backpack i don't know fill this bag <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the RBFs, I see you guys. It's not a bad thing. Just is a thing. Where's the line, though, between how you feel and the other person being the cause of those feelings? 
versus, versus you. you taking personal responsibility for your feelings. I'm not sure I understand. Yeah. So she's saying like, if somebody says something that makes you feel something, who's responsible for that? If you said something, if I say something to you uh -huh. and it gives you a certain feeling, uh -huh. are you responsible for the feeling or am I responsible for that feeling? I think it's I'm both. responsible. I, I think it's both. Sure. Here's the thing. If I, if I tell you you're an idiot, I can expect, and you can expect that's going to make you feel something not very good, mm -hmm. but it's then what do I do with that? I would just ask myself, why, why would they feel the need to say that? Like people will criticize us for different things or whatever. They'll take something out of context. They have no idea who we are or what we do, but they'll see one little sentence or hear one thing or see somebody post one thing. And then they're like, oh my God, this is a little, and I'm like, I wonder where that came from, from that person. Mm. And then I try to think of a response that is not an asshole response but just to where they have no idea what to say. A response to challenge a thought. Um, but, but I, you know, Kim, that's where it's like, I think it's both. It's like, there's certain things that people do and say where their intention is to hurt you. That is on them. Their intention is to hurt you. And I would say that the, the only way to define that is based on their track record. If you do that, if they do that often, then that's definitely their intention. Yeah. But if they don't do that often, then they were probably like extremely unaware. It goes the other way too. If I say you have the most beautifully contagious smile, you're going to feel like awesome. Who's responsible for that? I would say... It's both ways, right? It's how do you receive it and what was said? Mm -hmm. But it's then like, what do I do with that? Now do I go think I'm the shit and I'm an egotistical dick? Because my smile is contagious, bitch. Eh. Or am I like, wow, that's really nice and that made me feel really good, but it doesn't change like who I am or how I show up as a person. I'm like, I'm still going to show up as me and be my best. People can say really good things about you, really, really bad things about you. And what do you do with it is really what determines how you move forward. Gary Vaynerchuk one time was um, speaking on a stage somewhere and he was saying to everybody, he was saying, I don't hear you. I don't hear you. I don't hear any of you. I don't hear the people who want to hate me. I don't hear you when you say that I'm awesome. I don't hear you. And that might sound like kind of rude, like I don't hear you, but his point was, it doesn't matter what anybody says to me, good, bad, indifferent, I'm doing, regardless of what anybody says, you say something really good about me, it's not going to change the way that I show up. If you say something really bad about me, it's not going to change the way that I show up. I'm concerned about being the best me, regardless of what anybody says. Mm -hmm. So he is at an extreme where it's like, no matter what you say, okay. Like there's no, he's just like, okay. And, and I think that that's a beautiful place to be in, but you know, I think that both parties would be, have responsibility, but mm -hmm. what you do with it after that is your responsibility. Just reading through the comments, guys. <laughs> If you get blamed for everything and then things don't even exist, you're always defensive. Gosh. She accused me of calling someone and telling them not to return her phone call. That's just, they want to blame somebody. 
people like it's so much easier to blame somebody or something than just to take responsibility and like uh-huh. a lot of people do that okay 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 All right. there's so many comments and i feel like we're just not saying anything yeah. okay for the for the podcast listeners they're like did i lose them did my internet go out what's going on all right you guys well hey you know how this game works you found value in today's conversation there is only one way to show your level of gratitude. If you're in this community, gratitude is a thing. You guys just go ahead and share the love. Spread it so that we can, in society, have more productive conversations. It all starts and it all ends with you. And if this either hit home to you or added some kind of value, just share it. Even if it's just with one person. Um, you know, this is how we make the world a better place by doing our part. We received something well, we pay it forward. That's it. That does it for today's conversation. Tomorrow we have a very special live interview with an absolute, um, rock star. Sharon Lecter is a New York Times bestselling author Napoleon Hill Foundation, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We're going to be hitting it off at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Definitely suggest that you check this out. Also, invite your people to join this conversation. It's going to be an extremely powerful conversation. Other than that, you guys, we're looking forward to seeing you on tomorrow's guest interview. Between now and then, we hope that you have a beautiful day full of productive conversations. See guys. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Suri.